This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. So this is a dog whistle made of bone. You have three charges to it. You can blow into it and summon Tuck's pack of hounds to fight for you for five rounds and even demoralize your enemies. If Fagin have wolves, use this maybe to bait them out and she like puts a slab of meat down. And so the three of you make your way out of this tea shop and head on down to Fagin's potion shop. I wanted to set this place on fire. And I still kind of secretly think that's the best idea. (laughs) Children or no children. And they are stocked full of potions, just ripe for the stealing. You see it says fire resistance on it. Come on, Fagin. This is the fifth pumpkin spice latte you've ordered today. We're not doing any more deliveries. Oh, 22 plus 2, 24 damage. I'm down. You look like Fagin. I'm a changeling. We covered this. Get over it. Get up and fight. The three of you have defeated the golem, the stone statue formally, and now the heist is officially on. So you have now defeated the stone to flesh back to stone golem. And we have also one of you who has overcome death defeated those saving rolls, those death rolls. Awen, glad to have you still with us. I'm still here. And uh, Penny, you are alive and well, but in the form of Fagin and the voice of Fagin, all fuchsia. A fuchsia Fagin. Love that alliteration. So you also just, you have the availability to get this party started, to start this heist. The lightning orb above the left door where Fagin's office is is now dismantled. And you have the availability to walk through that. What do you guys want to do? Penny turns to the guys. And says, um, oh gosh, I don't know how to do Fagin's voice. This is going to get me this entire episode. And I apologize. You just have to make fun of me. That's all you have to do. Just- I just am trying to remember how you were doing Fagin. It was like a while ago. So I Part of me wants it. to give you no help, Kimmy. No, you Part shouldn't of help me. Just me. I should just hear. wing it. I absolutely yeah. should. But this is just my insecurity. <laughs> I'm going to qualify it at least at the beginning of each time I have to record this. But um, 
um, it's going to be, all right, um, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I think probably it's best if I lead us in, in case there's any other safety measures, I look like him, blah, blah, blah. And so, Penny... Besides, be besides being very, very fuchsia, do you, do you need to cover your face? Uh, I don't, any, I don't know any security measures that are, <laughs> oh God, guys. this is why I did not do a voice for Penny. Um, so I don't know of any security measures that are color reading. I think it's going to be all right. And so Penny turns and then opens the door and walks in. You know, like some kind of black and white cameras. Well, I was talking about <laughs> other people being down here. Remember, there might be children down here. Oh, too late. No, you just said to burn all the kids alive, Bertram. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, is the fire still going? Do we need to put that out? Fire is still going. Bertram, oh, I assumed, that, I assumed that in the break, in the fade out between episodes, I put it out. <laughs> okay, let it be known. Did you go, go wait, gadget, what? your finger cap <laughs> open, no and you just like pointed magic? at an extinguisher <laughs> at all? Go, go gadget. Go, go Bertram finger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's spend the first 30 minutes of the episode putting out the fire. Okay, where's the hose? All right, where is a, a bucket? <laughs> you do that. There you go. As your DM, that's all Bridge I have to tell you. You know what? You know what? I have, a, for a can trip, I have shape water. So I kick open one of the nearby bathrooms. I take the toilet water, and I have that, and I send that water sprinkling over the fire. Ew, gross. Does that okay. suffice? <laughs> yeah, that suffices. <laughs> All right, so you have, Kimmy, you're, you're having Penny as Fagan walk into the office. Yes. Um, how, about, how about your Should I roll a little perception? What did if you say? If you like, yeah, you can roll me some percepicep. All I've listened to, guys, the past week is d and podcast, so now I'm, I feel like I'm at least a little in the zone. Hold on. <laughs> Don't get cocky. Yeah, no, Roll the 15. Roll the 15. All right. Uh, so you walk in first, and so what you will see is that it, it looks pretty boring. It looks pretty basic. It's so basic that you see a half-drunk pumpkin spice latte on the corner of the table. But his desk, in addition to that PSL, is a bit cluttered, um, and you see some more inventory forms. There's a wardrobe in the far corner and a black tapestry hanging on the wall next to it that you notice that it's is it moving. waving slightly? Yeah, it's slightly moving. It's 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 moving as if, it, and you don't you don't feel a breeze. There's no internal AC in here. You know, there's no nothing blowing in, and yet it is moving and undulating. Um, Penny is going to turn back into normal Penny, um, for the ease of my performance, so I don't have to keep going. Oi, oi, oi. Um. <laughs> So Penny turns back into Penny, and I think it's just going to go straight for that. Um, should I do an arcane check? You hmm. can do any check you want. I would want it. Let me do an arcana check just on that, um, that curtain. Okay. Um, so I roll a 13. Yeah, this, this thing in front of you, you're, you don't. When you first look at it, it doesn't seem like any type of tapestry that you would have heard of or read about. But then on closer inspection, you notice those aren't threads. This thing, th this is this is not an object. It's a, it's alive. All right, Penny gets Magic up. Magic carpet. 
Penny <laughs> Penny gets up about as close to as she can without actually touching it, like trying to get her nose real close. And she's like, hey, guys, some weird back here. You guys are magic. What is it? Yeah, as soon as you get up to it and you call over to your compatriots, the thing freezes, shakes, and then dislodges from the wall, jumping onto your face. What you have now, my dear friends, is called a cloaker. I'd like you all to roll initiative. Boom, boom, hitting them with the big buns. But also, it was what I was starting off. You know, we we went so long without any kind of you know encounter. Now I'm gonna throw encounters at you. Seven. Okay. I got a five. Nine. <laughs> oh, wow. We're bad. Strong. The cloaker rolled a 17, so this thing's going to go first. Watch out. <laughs> well, Penny's struggling. Can Penny yell, What's behind the cloaker? <laughs> well, was out there of, something behind of... it that it was blocking? Guys, look behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being said that it, like, did it like, it like yeah, I'm so her face. It yeah, it's on her face, but if it's I'm like about a blanket, to explain it to you, yeah, it oh, is, okay. it is not okay, cool, it's not pretty. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, Penny, <laughs> curiosity killed the cat. She's 19. Can I, can I say how many, can I mention how many times you, she's 19, you guys. <laughs> She it has, just explains a lot. Her frontal lobe is so mushy. Yeah, her prefrontal cortex, it's not all there. <laughs> all right. So the cloaker is going to go first. And as it latches onto your head, um, it's going to bite down Penny. Mm. And so mm-hmm. let me see if it hits. Mm-hmm. 15 to hit. Um, 15 is my AC, so Okay, do I so yeah, Ty goes the runner, so it does hit. What do I roll? Oh, don't worry, I will roll for you. you just wait for that sweet, sweet damage. Oh, great. Okay, so that's five damage. Okay. Piercing right. damage. That's five fine. piercing damage. Um, cool. But in addition, while this points, thing's so. attached to you, though, you, my dear, are blinded, and you're going to start being unable to breathe. So oh, in cool. D&D... It's one plus your constitution modifier is how many minutes you can go without breathing. So what is Penny's constitution modifier? Uh, plus one. Okay, so you can go two minutes. Got it. Without breathing. Which is a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a long time. It's 20 rounds. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a while. while. Yeah. Each round or each turn here really is going to be six seconds um, as I see it. So... You do have time, um, but you are going to have disadvantage on the attacks, and also it's going to be hard to move. Okay, you can try and get it off later, or you can get as creative as you want. But this thing's like just a fleshy, tapestry, blankety-looking thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is all around your head. Okay, gross. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bertram, you are next up in the order. So you just see this thing just covering her head. What do you do? Bertram's first instinct is to want to set it on fire or beat it. When did, but, when did but Bertram that become hurt. such a pyro? That would hurt. Uh, well, hey, fire, it works. When you don't know what's going to hurt someone, you can pretty much guess that fire will hurt it. But that would also hurt Penelope, so I can't do that. Can I tell from looking at it, is the entire thing, 
Well, the entire thing is sentient, but like, I'm wondering, is there like one mouth on it? Like, could I grab an edge of it and be okay? Kind of like grabbing like an arm of someone or like a foot, or is it like anything? Why don't you anything, roll perception or investigation for me? All right, roll an investigation. And this is looking real quick. It's 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 not going to take your whole turn. It's a free action here. Yikes! A six. You can't tell. With that, right. you can't tell. You can tell that it's currently biting your friend. Okay. But you can't tell if that's the only mouth. The only mouth. Oh gosh. I'm going to try and run up to it if there's anything kind of, if there's any part of it that's flowing. And I want to mm-hmm. take uh, two of my daggers and I'm going to try and like stab it in and like bring it down. Like I'm ripping, like I'm ripping the material. Do you understand yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So you're going to, if this is dual wielding here, yeah. then you're going to roll twice. One for your left hand, one for your right hands to see not only if they connect, but then the damage that they do. All right, that was a 21. Yes, definitely. And that is a 15. They both hit, yeah. Okay. Oh, shit, that was one. And that was three. Okay. Was it D4? Yeah. Okay, three's pretty good. You notice, like, it takes some damage, but, uh... Penny, you take two damage. Did I stab her, or did the thing just get angrier and bite her? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Somebody okay. else on their tr- turn for a free action can look. Oh, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll, I'll scurry back away, kind of uh, retreating mm-hmm. as I. After I'll I'm say like you would notice though that she, she kind of like yelps a little bit. It's like a muffled yelp. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, well I, I guess then if it's still, if I still kind of have a turn, can I glance at my blade to see if there's any blood on it? There's blood. Oh, shit. Thanks. Okay. There's blood on your, yeah. You, you have. <laughs> There's, well, for example, this, this thing is, isn't going to have, like, you know, your regular blood, but there, there is definitely that, that icker. Okay, so it's not like, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to determine whether I stabbed Penelope or not, seeing if it's red blood, like human blood. It is blood. black. Mm-mm. It's black. It's oh, like okay. black okay. icker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Penny, so you just, just felt that twinge, wound. right? You, you, mm-hmm. it, it felt as felt... if you got stabbed a little bit, too, as well. No, just more of like a blunt weapon kind of wound. Mm-hmm. A bruise. <laughs> Um, it's my turn, right? Mm-hmm. And this thing's All wrapped right. around your head still. All right. I, huh. I am going to, hmm. I am going to try to change form into, <laughs> sorry guys, I didn't have that long. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, can I be this? I'm going to turn into a Carbonian. I'm going to change uh, into a Carbonian. Carbonians are fast and squishy and can move in fast bursts of speed, and they're four to eight inches. So immediately I shrink. And so the thing, it might give me a minute to shift, and so it's not covering my mouth. And then I can also, I'm trying to run out from under it. A Carbonian. A Carbonian. I've never heard of this. Wait, is it a humanoid? It is a race because, hold on. It's a race because I Googled it. I looked up all the <laughs> tiny creatures on D&D. Um, I'm not seeing a lot of images. Wait, is it an animal? What's it called? It looks like you can roll constitution. Like if you're, it says Carbonian, your dexterity, dexterity score increases by one. Your constitution score increases by one. And it tells you your walking speed and flying speed and swimming speed. So I assume that I can become Hang one. On, I'm, I'm looking, 
Or I'm looking at that. What How do the you hell? spell that? Yeah. I looked at maybe this is a homebrew page though, so maybe this is not okay. official. <laughs> I looked at five e tiny races. Carbonian is K I R B O N I N. I can just become a garden gnome. It's fine. <laughs> Carbonian. I was yeah. just trying to find someone fast and tiny. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I, I believe. Is that not a race Adam, I can be? feel free no, to like cut this out. I just want to make sure that this is a race that you can turn into. Is this a tiny race? Fast yeah, they're all tiny. Team. I just Googled tiny races because <laughs> I was like, what can I become? That's very small. Wait, oh, because it's supposed to be like Kirby. That I don't know, but maybe. Oh, my God. I think it's supposed to be like, you guys remember the game Kirby? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are, are we? Are, so is that homebrew or some, someone oh else's game? God. No, that's a real thing. It's a real one. It's an ooze race. Oh. Yeah, I don't think you can become an ooze race, my dear. I can't. Okay, can I become an inchling? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just googling. I'm just googling like you Google, all. Google playable races. Let's go with that. Let's I don't know how to spell any of these things here. Inchling is a thing that like it's like Thumbelina, like it's an existing thing in like fairy tale lore. I'm not crazy. No, I, I you are not crazy. Oh, changings can't alter their size. N- <laughs> How does that work though? Then I just become any person. If you I become a very look- large curbling. <laughs> that would make sense that you can't change your bones. It would make sense, can't. except that, like, if I'm looking like other people, was I just a small version of Fagin? Probably. Could be. Yeah. It might just be your face that's shifting just to deceive, but you're, you're, you're not like a perfect imitation, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Google this. It's not that I don't believe you, Aaron, but also. It says <laughs> right here I'm seeing changing can uh, change their shape to a height and weight of whatever it may wish, but not to the point where it changes their size. All right. Yeah. So as a medium Damn. humanoid, you can't. So you, you did become... Fagin's height and size because he's still a medium humanoid. But yeah, so I can't, you can't become change tiny. the size yeah. of like the race. I can't become like tiny small. or something. You, yeah, you can't turn yeah, into like yeah, Pip's friend. <gasps> you can't turn into like was... Pip's friend. Like his size. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Hey, yeah, this is we good. Knew. We're going we through this together. I mean, yeah, this is what we're learning. All right, back Damn. to the drawing board, Kimmy. Sorry. Th- you got to give me two seconds then. I had. She was banking so much on becoming tiny. It was the first thought. I'm like, how do I run? She's like, I'm a borrower now, guys. We're done. If I became dragonborn, can I burn it with my breath? I don't think you have power. (laughs) You don't. You don't don't have. I haven't gotten to be a changeling this whole fucking game, so I'm trying to finally use it because I'm able to, and it's not working. We want you to use it, Kimmy. We want. I don't know. Druids can change into other creatures and use their powers. I wasn't sure how it works. And this is on me. I need to read more about change. (laughs) Know thyself, Kimmy. I know. She's forgotten. Okay, it's been a while. She's nineteen. She's just (laughs) nineteen. This is all staying in, right? All of this. Yeah. This is all really good content. You got brute strength. You got brute strength, don't you? Just try and try and yank it off you. That's just like all I ever do, right? I just wanted to be creative, but I, I don't, don't want to be it's the working. strong girl, guys. I'm tired of being strong. Well, she's not strong. That's the problem. She's but you not keep very succeeding strong. in all of your strength rolls. I will say that. <laughs> I do not remember that. <laughs> all right. Well, then. I was just trying to think, like, could I turn into a race that has a lot of prickly things? Like, are there any porcupine people I could turn into? But my gut is no. So I guess I'm just going to take, I've got two daggers. I'm going to try. If 
I'm assuming they're sheathed at my sides. I imagine the thing has pinned my arms a little bit, so I'm going to try to pull them out and cut my way out. So I'm using my two daggers. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to attack with both of them. Attack with both daggers, so. Go for and it. I got an uh, 18. Wait, do yep. I have an attack bonus? Yeah, plus two. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you hit it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. What about the second uh, dagger? Are you doing both? Yeah, I guess I can roll for both, don't I? One is really just, good. like stabbing your face. And one's an eight. <laughs> so one is having a hard time. I was trying to go out. This oh, is. Oh. I'm not painting a picture well enough. I'm just steamed from earlier. Not getting to be a Caronian. I wanted to be an ooze. <laughs> so you still like you still have one. You're unable to get one dagger out. But I got fully, the one, and so it's yeah. still pinned to your side. It's but exactly. the other one is able to slash up and out. Yeah. So why and I don't get, you roll for damage? I get it's piercing damage too. So I roll mm-hmm. d4 two. You take one damage. I Yeesh. take a damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn it, I got two close. I should have taken a, a hint when you were like, you're standing six feet away from it, right? I was like, uh-uh, I'm standing right up against it. Like hey, a smart you girl. A yeah, you, you saw it was a... <laughs> You found out it was a creature, and your inclination was to go was up to curious. it with your nose. <laughs> the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. <laughs> All right. not into sketchy shit in his office, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Oh, Ooh. God. Hey, uh, we don't kink shame on this podcast. Kimmy, unless mm-hmm. your kink is kink shaming. Uh, Kimmy, can you roll strength for me as well? I want to just gauge as you were kind of up just slicing up and out if you also had enough of like a momentum at all with that 15 yeah that's it i told right. you you keep passing these strength checks but yeah it's, as so, you it's do shocking because it, i have a negative one for strength you know what though you get that just that adrenaline rush and mm-hmm. you're able to slice up and out and even though you feel that pain as if your own dagger were piercing your own flesh even though you don't see it happen and you don't have any cuts oozing, um, it does pry off your face with a just a disgusting plop, Ugh. and it falls onto the ground. Awen, what do you do? You see this thing finally like emerge from her face, and her face is just looking slightly purple and suffocated and worse for wear, and it's not because of the fuchsia of her change, although her skin is fuchsia. It's just like a slightly darker color. Would it be fuchsia? I thought it turned back to me. Oh, you're still fuchsia, my dear. It's oh, trauma. Stress? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right. Awen, uh, he sees this crazy, like, tapestry sucking down on his friend and, like, everybody's stabbing it. And now that it's on the ground with a plop, he whips out his flame tongue sword from his back. And he's like, yeah. now's the time to shine. And he slams it down on top of that bitch. okay hell yes (laughs) that's a 12 that does not hit you just swing up and down and just like it it kind of inches to the side avoiding it and you just slam it against the floor as well and in retaliation this thing kind of hisses and shakes at you and then you hear this ungodly moan Um, and I want all three of you to do a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh no. No. Yeah, but I need all of Shit. you to do a wisdom saving throw. 
17. 15. Uh, one. My, 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 <laughs> I will say minus one. So it's zero. I don't think I've ever rolled a zero before. Rated. <laughs> Bertram, you hear this moan emit for it, oh, from God. it, and just for some inexplicable reason, it is more than <laughs> more Sorry. than you can bear. Uh, you are you are good, you're going to become frightened. Okay, what does that uh, mean for a full round? And so, whenever you are frightened in D anD D, you you are going to take disadvantage in all of your ability checks, uh, but you also just want to do everything you can to get away from this thing. Mm. So, so when it's your turn, you're going to use your full movement to just go the opposite direction of it. Even if that's Shoot. leaving the room or, you know, it's, you're, you're making unwise decisions that do not make practical sense in that moment. And, and you cannot attack it, which is great because you're next up. So it's like your reaction to this is immediate. So yeah, you feel fear, and so you're gonna have to make movement away from it. Yeah, I, I would just full I, I would run out of the I would run out of the room then. I'd run back to okay. where we were. Okay, great. Uh, Maybe, I'm peeking else? peeking my eyes in though to see how they're doing, but <laughs> it's just like a door. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just my eyes just peeking out. Eye. <laughs> <laughs> your your little uh, knees are buckling together, <laughs> like ting 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 ting. Jankies. All right, Penny. You just saw your your buddy Birdie run out of the room. What do you do? Just like really, really, and and exasperation. um, She takes her rapier and just like in a "you shall not pass" moment, she tries to just fully like drill it down into this creature. Um, But I got a four, so you know I miss fully and probably hit my own foot in the process. Oh, I'm not going to do that to you. No, Thank you. I'm, I'm taking enough damage. Seven hit point. points. So let's not do that. <laughs> you only have yeah, seven hit points. Oh my! God. I have fifteen total, so I'm down to seven. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm weak. <laughs> yeah, you ran away from the weak, sick girl. I'm not in my right mind. <laughs> yeah, you whiff, but you you just you whiff once again. You guys keep trying to stab down at the floor, and twice in a row, you just you miss for some reason. Awen. What, you, you see her miss as well. So both of you have tried to stab down at this thing to no avail. Yeah, just like Seth Rogen in Pineapple Express when he hits Red over the head with the bong, I say, this ends now. And I swing again with my fling tongue sword. And I'm going to roll damage. And that's going to be, that's right, 17 to hit. There we go. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. And that is... That is eight damage. Okay, this thing's looking bloody. Oozy. Bloody. This thing's looking ickery. Uh, the next thing it's going to do is going to swing. It has a tail to it. You'll notice like part of the, what you know, that, that raggedy part of it that hung down. Like a tassel thing? Just, yeah. Like what could have been a tassel of the tapestry that was hanging on the wall extends a bit. And much like a stingray, it's going to whip around and attack you with its tail, Awen. Don't like that at all. Dislike. 12 versus AC. That's, that, that, that misses. Misses? All right. Uh, and that is going to be its full attack. So it doesn't have a double attack here. So it's only able to do that. But it is going to disengage and scuttle backwards a bit. Bertram, that was a full round. 
So it the the moan only affected you for one full round of it. So you are no longer frightened. You are outside the room though. And maybe okay, feeling I'll, a little bit ashamed. I'll I'll inch know. back in to the room real quick. Can I tell is there any is it still on on fire at all like from the from A1's attack or are there like any any singes or fires of that that's, that's just no. immediate. Okay. Mm-mm. Is there anything nearby it that I can I could like try and push on top of it to pin it to the ground like um a desk yeah, you, or you do you see a desk uh it's 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 a writing desk you know it's a considerable desk so i would have a, a kind of just before is when on the stone golem you pushed over the shelving uh-huh. of you know vials and all that so it would be a similar check to that so you do have the capability of that there's also a chair to the desk a very plush heavy chair uh and then a side table in an opposite corner actually you know what i'm gonna try and uh toss my net i'm gonna gonna throw a net at it to see if i can just kind of gather it together so it can't like move okay how do I how do I do that again? How, what, is there an attack? Why don't roll you for, roll like, dexterity net? for me then? And I'm gonna just Yikes. do the dexterity, yeah, at a certain check and to see if that like basically against its AC to see that it's fully covered. Eleven. No, it just catches off to the side, but it's able to to squirm out of it. Man, this thing sucks. <laughs> it's idiot. It, yeah, it's more annoying. All than right. Anything. Penny's, All right, Penny. Penny first turns to Bertram and says, thanks for joining us. And then she pulls out her bone whistle. Thanks for and, burying your face right into the creature. <laughs> she just fully ignores him. She takes out the bone whistle and blows it for the dog. Wait, before I do this, how, how many rounds do I have to wait for these dogs to get here? Oh, we're doing a callback. Do you remember the bone whistle where my dogs yeah. get to come? Dang, that's like from book two. I get Kimmy, three. No, that's from Robin Hood. I, I just have dogs. If I bone whistle, your notes simply says like dogs. It says bone no. Kimmy. Bone whistles influences canine like bees. Three charges, five rounds of fighting. That's all I got. Does it mean I have to wait five rounds of fighting for them to get here? I don't think you gave me a timeline on how long it takes them to get here. I think Instant dogs. You- <laughs> Instant dogs, Anon. Now I got to look at my Robin Hood notes. Good God. Sorry. I just, they couldn't, I couldn't call the dogs underwater at Chateau Deef. So I, this is my first chance. Yeah. How does summoning work? Is summoning dogs. instant? Like, they're not like running across like the field or something like that. Well, then I could have used them at Chateau It's like Deef. it follows. They're that, it's just, they're coming yeah, at you. You have to wait slow. for them to get there. Well, I just figured they'd have to swim if we were going to go to Monte Cristo. Was I wrong? Could they have come the whole time? Could I have used them? Could we have sent them to go get that thing? I'm totally homebrewing this, so I do. (laughs) You turn into a dog. (laughs) Honestly, I would would love to. This is our first time using this, so I get to now. Whatever I say, Kimmy, make sure you put it into your. Yeah, I'm writing. I'll write it down. I got. (laughs) This 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 is often what I do as a teacher. You guys, I'll say something. I'm like, I really hope they took notes on that because I'm not going to remember this the next day. Uh, you're you're gonna have to wait two rounds okay Uh, all right then i don't want to do it i think we can kill this (laughs) man oh my god you can't do that wait no do i have to do i just i asked i didn't know so wait wait two rounds how would well how would penelope know that how would penelope know you would just blow it i guess you're figuring it out all right i guess we're figuring it out so 
That's my bone whistle. Sorry, guys. I'm not very good at whistling. I can get you. Sound like a construction worker looking at a assaulting a. a, a I'm cat calling my dogs. Okay, cat calling the dogs. But this this aberration. How better to get dogs than cats? Cloaker thinks that you're cat calling it, and it's very confused right now. Yeah. All right. So two rounds. If if we all keep uh, whiffing. Biffing, whatever it is, if we keep. Hey, if nothing whipping. else, I mean, maybe we can use them downstairs against a the other wolves. And a biffing. If we can, yeah. if we go quickly, before, you know, they stay time. with you for the equivalent of yeah, five rounds, that many you know rounds. That so that, that's some time. <laughs> All right, so I called the dogs, and then I get a uh, no, <laughs> but I no that works. So sorry, cunning action was what I was hinting at. <laughs> then just said cut, and that was not good. Um, okay, that's all I can do for my turn. All right, Awen, you're up. She blew the whistle, and you're Ooh, and you don't even know. You're, you're you're like I think that's a dog whistle. I I but I have no idea what's going to happen. So it's it's up to you. Yeah, I um, I put I put my sword away, and uh, from my back I pull out my shillelagh and I just smack the crap out of this rug. <laughs> <laughs> that's fifteen Whip to it. hit. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> That's five damage. Okay. It's still holding on. It's still like, it's just getting a little shaky there. Let's just I, toy I just with it to see what the dogs do. Die. Die, you. You die. <laughs> well, I, I don't say it like that. I say, die, you. <laughs> I was about to say, who, who is this? Who is this new character? <laughs> this die. new persona. Die. You got to say it. All right. So we're back to the cloaker. And, you know, as it, as it gets, it's, it's whipped and it's just like, trembling and it backs into a corner and it's trembling seems to coalesce and it gets bigger and bigger as if it's vibrating and all of a sudden two versions of itself pop out shut up oh shut up pulling a bertram huh yeah basically right that that shadow clone um and they start to move around you in a like as if like you're in the middle of a of a of a whirlpool burlesque show no no they're not like shaking me for you but (laughs) they're just surrounding you but yeah so they just start to to rotate around you i'm so sorry okay and that's all they do dogs are gonna rip these apart Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a ragdoll bertram you see this cloaker copy you how dare it how dare Derek, okay, so so I'm I'm moves. thinking that it's it that it is that same mirror image. It's not actually like three. Like it didn't somehow magically duplicate itself. It is still just you know one. what? Have Bertram do an Arcana check for me. Okay, let's I think see, I'm okay let's at see that. If he's fooled by this. I Though my see if rolls he's have been terrible. Uh, Thirteen. Oh, you, yeah. You can tell that this is the one of them is only one of them would be real. Okay. And the other two, not so much. Uh, but you, you can't tell. Much like when you cast it, it is exactly the same. Okay, I'm going to pull out, as I shuffle through all my a million papers, I'm going to pull out my crossbow, and as I'm, try- as I'm kind of darting back to the three, trying to figure out which one to shoot at, I'll just whisper to myself, Eeny, meeny, miny, mo." And that was a natural 20. <laughs> oh, I like it. Now, remind me again, Adam, when you cast this for yourself, oh, yeah. what does the other party have to do to see if they attack the correct one? 
Is it a wisdom check? I think it's about how, how well you roll. Right. Um, That's what I thought, because with that... Each time a creature... So this would be you. So each time I target you with an attack roll, you have to roll... Oh, you need to roll a d20 to determine whether the attack instead targets one of your duplicates. Okay. So roll a d20 and let me know what yeah. you get. Five. Okay, so it says you must roll a six or higher to change the attack's target <laughs> to a duplicate. And <laughs> of course, one above what I rolled. Okay. And you didn't do that. So I think... So you're going to hit the real one. Is that how it works? Yeah. So with that 20, you're going to do double damage. Double damage on my crossbow. Love it. That was a five. Ugh, and a one. So six. All right. It is barely holding on. Shoot. Barely holding on. But uh, you notice, though, the one that the crossbolt actually goes into, the crossbolt sticks. It doesn't poof or anything like that. And it is sticking so well that the crossbow, the bolt actually goes into the carpet. And Mm. it sticks there. Rendering this aberration, as it's called, this creature unable to move. Okay, so it's stuck there. So Penny, you're next up. And if you attack it, you're going to have advantage since it can't move. Oh, interesting. Because I was about to do the same because there's two of them right now, right? I think they would. Three, but one of them. Three. They they didn't poof away. Okay. Um, There's three, but one of them's real. But you notice that the one that just got hit by the crossbow bolt is. It didn't poof. Bleeding black ichor fluently and it is stuck to the ground. Great. Then I'm going to use my rapier again. I'm going to try to slash that sucker. So. You don't want to use the flat end and try and spank it? Uh, no, I, I like to really mix up my attack styles. Thank you so much for knowing one of my signature moves. I don't even fully remember me doing that, but I know I did. <laughs> um, sorry, I lost my dice. Here we go. So I'm going to stab it. Um, you know, but I don't succeed, so it's fine. Did you do advantage? Did you do it with an advantage? Um, no, I didn't do it with advantage. You're right. And I'm glad I did because I got a 18. Oh, yeah, then that will hit. Great. And then I'm rolling a D8. No, I got a, you know, I got a one, but piercing damage. <laughs> you kind of nick it. You, you yeah. just, you, you hear it just. It had a little tassel on its corner and I cut that you, off. Yeah, you cut the, you cut the tassel off. I cut the that tassel. Little, that little tassel tail is just like pitifully like on the floor to the side. Just yeah, like a lizard's tail just around. wiggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, brutal. Awin, how about you? Yeah. Yeah, kind of just like, you know, when people, the, they're like hitting the railroad ties in all at the same time and it's like tink, 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 three mm-hmm. all in a row, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she hits, she hits them and then I'm going to hit them with my shillelagh, smack them again. Smack them again. That's a 15 to hit. Yep. And that's three damage. Tell me about it. Oh, yeah. I I smack this thing right after. So it's like arrow to the knee, dagger from Penny, and then just the shillelagh smacks it, and then uh, it kind of just frays right in the middle, and I just icker spills out. Yeah, totally. It has made a mess on the carpet, and it's just the, the fraying of it almost seems to dissolve and bubble into that icker until you see nothing corporeal left. 
the three of you have defeated it. And just as as the hissing and the bubbling of this ichor does, you, you hear the far off baying of hounds and these <laughs> these beautiful, large, furry good boys just burst into the door and Great. tackle you, Penny. And they're just definitely not going to draw any negative attention. Not yeah. going to draw any negative attention to uh, the quiet heist we were having. <laughs> just what I worried immediately when I did on it. Fire. But no longer on fire because Bertram right. used Thank his you, finger. Bertram. You're but welcome. I do wonder if our, the loud baying Irish hounds that came bounding in might be a problem. They have tackled you to the floor and they're just licking you all over the face. Well, hopefully it makes my face feel better because my face was hurt. Few things inspire you to create your own campaign more than hearing a bunch of friends enjoying theirs. But where do you start? Here at Undercommon Taste, we discuss tabletop gaming and homebrew content, as well as diving into the concepts of world building, content creation, game balance, and various DM tips. We focused mainly on 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons, but most of our advice can be taken into any system. We dive into the existing lore of older editions, discussing the impact of bringing old, sometimes forgotten lore into the current edition to bring your campaign worlds to life. We also host various game and game systems creators to get a sample of up and coming projects and to get their take on how to bring something unexpected and new to the table. So join us for Undercommon Taste, where we stir the pot and lick the spoon. Available wherever you find your podcasts. Oh, there, sailor. Yes, I'm talking to you. Do you yearn for high seas adventure and piratical mayhem at the roll of a D20? Yes, 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 I'll just toss you your shirt. Very sassy. (laughs) No, I drink beer and I fart in my sleep. (laughs) Now that I've got your attention with sex... Welcome to my pub, the wizard's sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) It's still a cow that I'm gonna get in a bag. Do you know how big a cow is? (laughs) Don't put gold in your house. Uh, that's um, not the catchphrase we were looking for. It is one that we often use at the (laughs) Enough about where you keep your secret stuff. It's not in my anus. Stop it. And sign your name in blood. I mean, join the rovers on your crew on their adventures every Wednesday, wherever you find podcasts. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher. And I am here at the halfway to say, first of all, hi, happy you're here. It is awesome that you're with us on this journey. Um, I, I first of all also wanted to send out a big thank you to Matt Young. Uh, keep your keep your ears open, keep your ears peeled for his cameo appearance in this episode. But for those of you who don't know Matt Young yet, he is on another podcast called Hello from the Magic Tavern, where he plays a character by the name of Usador, and his dulcet tones and many myriad improv skills that humor can be enjoyed on that show. I also know that he happens to do Improv Shakespeare Company, so he is a man of many talents, and I am so thankful that he joined us for this episode, uh, lending his voice talents to this. So keep your ears peeled, and you'll hear him in there. If you have any ideas for possible future adventures, hey, you got to check out this poem, this short story, this novel. 
as long as it is in public domain, meaning it's old enough for us to use, then please send it on over. You can contact us. You can email us. Uh, our email is omamamshow at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at omamamshow. I love hearing from you. So give me some recommendations or even you can give us some suggestions for future content for us to play with or even feedback on how we're doing. Just want to hear from you. Now, the best way for us to hear from you is through leaving a rating and even maybe a review on Apple Podcasts. It takes a few seconds. And by doing that, we are reaching a wider audience. More and more people will see that we exist. And in return, I'll be on here at the halfway point reading your words to you. So you might even be featured on future episodes. Today's review that I'm going to be reading comes from a user by the name of Tara112358. And she says, This is such a unique and interesting podcast, combining a love of classic literature with D&D play dynamics. I'm constantly impressed by the storytelling, plotting, and characters. I was close to tears at the end of the Frankenstein and Monte Cristo arcs as they made me feel something for the villains. Yes! Incredible podcast filled with wonderful banter, excellent production value, and seriously fun and moving adventures. Thank you, Tara. I, I love that I get to read you guys' words. So when they're on here, I'll be adding them to future episodes. So please, please, please reach out to us. Leave a review. Leave a rating. It means the world to us as many independent podcasters. It makes a huge difference. Now, I will say, too... This episode is going to be the last one before we go on break. So we're going to be on a holiday hiatus as it is, and we'll be back the first week of January. So hold on tight. There'll be a little cliffhanger at the end of this, and then we'll get right back in it in a few weeks. (laughs) All right, that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show. Do I get any healing from the dogs? No, they don't have magical you get an saliva. <laughs> there. Do we have any healing? I just meant more like psychic healing. Do we but, have any okay. healing spells though? Because I didn't realize that Penelope was I so. so I yeah, down. I have a fifteen. I can heal you up, girl. I'm weak. You want some? Uh, want some of these good berries? I'll take some good berries. That's right. The teeth. Got you. You got those teeth. Got you some teeth. No, no, no. These are good berries. Oh, okay. Pop up when these teeth crack you, it. I give you. Um, how many health? What's your total, Max? I fifteen total, and so you're at seven. Right, right now, I have seven. Mm-hmm. I give you. Oh, I'm bad with math. That's eight, six, right? You need eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. eight. That's right. Eight and seven. Okay. Great. Thank you. I so swear, much. I I know things. You're welcome. Thank you for all these berries. I really appreciate them. Um, Penny is sort of looking at the dogs, and she's like, "Sorry about that, guys. I." I misread that cloak. What are we gonna do? <laughs> what are we gonna do with all these dogs? Well, we could use them again. Don't make me get rid of ne- them. We can use them in our next fight if we please, hurry. But please, please, please. But ho- hold, hold, hold like, on, hold on hold one second. Them. I want, I want to quickly check. You mentioned a, a wardrobe. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to look in that. I want to. And there's a wardrobe. Yeah, let's let's quickly look around here. Not for any other magical creatures that can attack us, but any information here. About Fagin and his operation, it might be useful. It certainly might be useful for the the Greenhoods. 
Penny grabs the piss, uh, the pumpkin spice latte, the lid where uh, Fagin would have been drinking and holds it up to the dogs and, and she's like, sniff these boys. And then she sets it down. She's like, find, find, uh, find anything that smells like this. And the hopes that she'll find something Fagin touch. <laughs> That's how it works, right? <laughs> Roll animal handling for me. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I just, I don't want to say, I need to, I'm looking at the dogs. I'm like, don't find Fagin, find things he's touched. I just need that to be clear. I'm where they're going to go find Fagin. And then we're Turn really on fucked. a black light right now. You and think see that all of these goes. animals are so intelligent that they can discern well, you know. <laughs> these complex Life sentences. on the streets is I mean, I, I got a three, so. A three? I got a three. <laughs> The the nearest the one, the nearest one, it definitely like just plops his big old paws on your shoulders and continues to just like lick your face. Another one squats and pees on like the the now dried aberration corpse that's in the corner, and then the third one is kind of just like wandering around sniffing, but then comes back to you with a, a good boy face of like, see what I did? I w- Penny, uh- j- Penny just goes. We still shouldn't get rid of them. Okay, well, hold on, and, and we can keep them with us. Awen, go go check out the desk, and I'll, I'll check out this wardrobe over here and see what I, if there's anything here. Yeah, good, Who's your good call. Who's a good Run boy. my hand all over it like this. This is a nice mahogany desk. <sighs> and he puts his face down to the, to the desk. Stop, everyone, stop putting your faces to oh things. Oh, my God. This is Penny. not... This is Boy, Lindsay, oh, this is Penny not just good. kissing the dogs, being like, oh. get a grip, Awen, get a grip. Everyone needs to stop burying their face into things that they don't know. It is not a good precedent. Surprise, it's a desker. <laughs> Roll for <Yes>. me. <laughs> the, desk the mouth opens up Burr. as he puts his face in, like the thing. <laughs> I, I just run my hands all over the drawer, trying to like find like little secrety spots and yeah, roll investigation for me. Since you're looking for, I love how you're looking for secret traps when it might just be like there's just one door and you <laughs> you open it. Hey, Aaron, I'm gonna give you three buttons. Let's see what you do. With no, this. God, sick. <laughs> all at the same time. Sixteen. <laughs> Yeah, you notice that the top of the desk is just a hot mess and just rumpled. Uh, But as you run your hand underneath, you feel that a bit of the wood is a little bit loose. And so kind of lightly just flicking it, a latch opens and a secret compartment opens up. And in front of you are just, it's, it's very bare and simple, as if just this was a small holding for objects he didn't want anybody else to find. You see a bag of gold, and you, in there you'll find 20 gold. Hell yeah. Some of the gold maybe that uh, Birdie paid My boy. on your behalf, so yep. you're getting your money back. <laughs> uh, it, you know, only 20's left in there. Maybe the rest was spent on PSLs for life. Um, and then the other, you see this Robin's Egg Blue envelope but as your hand hovers over it a green light shoots up from it like a beam and little tiny just cute miniature uh, fireworks emit from it what in the hell is this Bertram Bertram take a look at this uh, hold on. It's some kind of fireworks show uh, hold on I'll be right there and before I go over there, can I can I crack open the wardrobe to see if there's anything important here? Sure. Roll investigation. Oh my gosh. That was a natural one. Damn it. 
<laughs> you can't even get it open. Damn it. <laughs> Can Penny hear you him jiggle, and then go you over the and... handle and you're like, why? And you're pulling down and it's just not going. <laughs> Man. Penny runs over to help. Um, which is it? Rem- it was sleight of hand. What were you rolling? Investigation. You're just rolling investigation. Um, I got 12. You take the handle from him and you twist upwards instead of it like, just gently open. <laughs> Uh, and, the, and peering in. You need me, Bertram. You really need me. <laughs> All right. Peering just in, go you see bury just your nose in there. You see robes, belts, leather shoes. Uh, but Penny, you also notice the back panel is a different shade. It's almost like it's made out of a different thing uh, than the others. And so kind of as you run your hand uh, along it, much like what Awen just found was uh, another latch that you can just simply press a little bit and it falls back and what you see was a false wall in the rear of this wardrobe Mm. and oh now going down beyond it you see a stone staircase leading down hey guys i think i found something what more bald linseed oil wait what did you just say no Hold is on, it, hold on, hold on, use... everyone. We only have so much time here before these dogs are gone. I want, I want to move over to Awen now. And as I'm moving over to Awen and what he was, was, was kind of beckoning me for, do I notice, as it, do I glance over, was there anything behind the tapestry or was it just against the wall? Oh, it was just a plain wall. Okay. I want yeah, to make sure there wasn't a do- doorway over there. Um, okay, so you, I... You, yeah, see, I... you see like a, a post-it note in some rudimentary writing, uh, Penny maybe recognizes it as Fagan's like haha suckers or something. No, oh, cool. <laughs> Just nothing. Yeah, there. I th- I think uh, uh, Bertram not taking it from Awen, but would just kind of glance at, at the envelope, uh, because Bertram is a is a fan of calligraphy. Maybe he would admire the handwriting or see what he can get from. Oh God, for, yeah, from this that. is nice. This is nice. Yeah. So you you see, you know, below this small shower of you know fizzes and pops and just golden uh why am i forgetting a simple word fireworks pregnancy brain right this this shower of fireworks emitting above of it you you see this beautiful golden calligraphy as well and simply addressed to fagan is there a return address on there You, 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 you go ahead and touch it. it you all you go ahead Bertram yeah I think I would lay it gingerly kind of like flat on the desk and almost like using my two daggers almost like uh um oh god what was what was that yeah what was that uh that uh game where you had to like play doctor and op- oh operation, operation. <laughs> kind of using the two yeah. things I want to try and like gingerly try and open it seeing that it's not a bomb or some kind of explosion or God forbid, some kind of creature that could attack us to try and open it. Oh, yes. The, the fine material gives way with, without any problem. And the, the fireworks slowly die down now that it's being handled as if the, the initial show to draw you in is done. And the, the flap of the back, as you're lifting it up, you see this calligraphy also appear on the back. Just open me up, old sport. And so as you... Open it up. You see that it is a, a very ornate invitation. Ah, uh, 
Kimmy's the only one who knows what's going to happen I feel next. like I should have read the book. <laughs> uh, not this book. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll, cool. I'll, anyway. I'll open. Yeah. Well, Awen a- and I are probably peering down at it. We'll just kind of, I'm assuming I'll nod to him like, okay, let's proceed. Not really getting it, but I'll open. I'll open it up to see what's inside. Greetings, Mr. Fagan. It's time to grab your glad rags and giggle water. The honor would be entirely Mr. Jay Gatsby's if you would attend a little party at his waterfront mansion next Friday night. Although you and Mr. Gatsby have never met, please consider this invite as your ticket of admission. Along with the notorious and noteworthy, the glitzy and glamorous, many of your friends from the spot at hand will also be in attendance. It will be an evening you won't soon forget, full of drinks, dancing, and enough fireworks to rip the sky in two. You won't want to miss it, old sport. Would I, would Bertram of, will have Bertram heard of this person if he's like of stature or wealth? Or not? No. uh, No. It's been a while since you were, because I would assume that it was much earlier on for the Featherfoot family that you would have been more along the socialites. But Mm. later on, like in the later years, when Lord Featherfoot and Lady Featherfoot had passed away and you were with the next generation, that it was more reclusive, more quiet, more private. And so you didn't go out as much. So Mm. this name does not ring a bell to you. Either because it's a newer name on the social scene or so sorry. Because you just didn't party enough. Would Bertram slum it with new money anyway? I mean, really. It's all about that old money. <laughs> you can cut all of us out. I'm just really That's excited great. about this. <laughs> all right, Awen, let's pocket that, if you would please uh, be so kind. And, yes. and we, can, we can look at this later. For now, while we have the dogs, because I don't know how long we have them, should we go downwards and t- down the stairs? Wait, 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 what else have we got in here? He's got to have all kinds of good tchotchkes. I open it up and see if there's anything else in the drawer, in the tchotchke drawer. <laughs> you mean the, the side drawers that would be in there? Yeah, yeah, like the secret uh, G-spot drawer thing. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I thought it too. <laughs> <laughs> Kate was like, you just, just like. Yeah, I okay, know. The, the image I was stop. giving you guys, if, if, only, really if only dear listeners I'm actually feeling like not crazy. Just cut it out. <laughs> no that's it like, that's it it was surprisingly bare and it the it, it kind of like the back of it is a little bit dustier and you notice it's almost as if like things had been quickly swiped out and this was all that was left so it has been recently cleaned out Ooh, cool all right penny gets down on on her knees all right boys um uh, sorry, I just thought of a joke, but it wasn't good. All right, boys, you're, you're good. Because I, I was going to pretend like I was talking to the dogs, but actually I was talking to you, but it wouldn't work. So, oh, okay, okay, boys, okay. here's what we're going to do. You're going to go downstairs. You're going to sniff around a bunch and you're going to come back and you're going to uh, you're going to see if it's safe. OK, and then I saw sniff around and then I look at you guys like, right. You guys are going to go do that, right? No, I'm kidding. Um, all right. And then Penny <laughs> sends the dogs downstairs. And if we hear someone shout, we know there's someone we got to go get. Okay, Roll so we're animal just, handling we're, again. We're throwing <laughs> stealth. Yes, one com- we're throwing stealth completely. I mean, what do you guys want to do? How do you want to utilize these dogs? In the in we the fight, we can talk about this. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. And Penny's just no, I think it's fine. In a no. huff, then walks downstairs. <laughs> Penny just heads downstairs herself. Wait, so did did you send the dogs or no? Because Bertram okay, so made a fuss. Just, oh, no, All right, I'm so just, they're at your. They're heels. following me in a clamor. Okay, okay, they are. I follow as well. Yeah, I'll follow. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, as you enter into the, you know, the open airway now on the staircase leading down, uh, it's very dark. And, and all three of you can hear what I would say is rustling from below. So I want all three of you to do a perception roll before you descend any further. Eleven. Eleven. Twenty-four. Twenty-four? Okay. Awen and Bertram, you hear you hear the sound of trotting. Um as if it's like padded feet. Padded non human feet. (laughs) Penny though, maybe because you're at the front, but you smell something very distinct. You smell you smell what smells like sulfur. Oh, no. Do you want to keep going? All right, going? gentlemen. This doesn't smell good. I don't know what it is, but I always knew he had some bad shit down here. What do you what say? Do you, what, what does that even mean? I don't know, man. I don't even know. What are those? We better get that slab of meat ready. Bertram, whip out the meat. The dogs must jump into a frenzy then. Yes. All right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. You notice uh, the dogs that are around you, they've even kind of gone a little bit still and the, their hackles are rising on, on the back of their necks and they're giving just a low growl. Um, and they're, they're still staying at your level, Penny, and one slightly in front of you, but it's as if like they're in, in no hurry to rush forward. So what do we see in front of us? Is it just darkness? Yeah, it's a bending stairway. So you would have to mm. continue downwards and go around the corner to see further. All right. Can I go down a- and a- peek a- around the corner? Oh, sorry. Yeah, stealthily. Awen readies his... Mm. A- Eddie... Uh, Eddie. Awen readies his ice knife. Okay. Damn. Um, Penny goes... Uh, looks at the dogs, tells them to stay. I can roll if you need me to. But yes, if they're please. not in a rush... I was going to say, if they're not in a rush. If they're not in a rush. (laughs) They're like toddlers. Wait, you said stay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got a nine. They were already with you, so I would say that it's a very low check for that. Yeah, you would have had to crit miss for them to be like, you know what? Never mind. (laughs) We're going to go. So (laughs) Penny's going to very, very gently, and I can roll for stealth if you want, look around this corner to try to get an eye on what's happening down there. No, it's it's still a, a dark hallway. So what you can peek around, what I will tell you from that vantage point is you see at the bottom of the stairs a long hallway. And there's a few barrels against the walls. Uh, and, and they could be containing anything in it. You just see barrels. Um, up ahead to the left, you see an open doorway. And then directly at the end, a large set of double doors. Right. And then pacing back and forth, you definitely do, do see two canines, but these canines are smoking as if a fire is burning from within them. Uh, you immediately uh, recognize two hellhounds. Uh, Got it. All right. So I sneak back to the gentleman and I say, all right, buddy. All right, boys. We got some hellhounds on our hands. How do we want to approach this? Do we have a door? Do we know what hurts hellhounds? Well, I mean, hellcats. Typically, infernals are <laughs> susceptible to some, you know, to cold or water damage. Mm. 
typically. I mean, I haven't fought any infernals in a long time, only in training. There are a couple large barrels down there. I'm not sure what they're containing. If it's oil, we're fucked. And if it's water, that's great. You saw that you saw some dogs. But I mean, what else is down there? Is it a big, big room? Two hellhounds, um, double doors, and then a second door to the left. So there's a couple of entrances they're garden, guarding. So it seems worth it to go deal with them. I just don't understand unless we want to... Unless we I, want to try to distract them with the meat and get them to leave the hallway. I will say that Rose gave us meat. She's usually been on the up and up on these things. Could we set a trap maybe with the meat that might... I don't know, Awen, I don't know if you know anything about traps or, or trapping animals. <laughs> we could poison the meat. Do you have any poison, Bertrand? Oh, good question. <laughs> I mean, we're in an alchemist shot. There's got to be something poisonous in here. Very true. Bertram, I mean, as you as you look over your wares, you kind of bump into Awen, and you bump into the uh, you bump into that bag of holding, and you hear a shit ton of clinking. Awen, glass is, bottles. Awen, what is in that bag? That uh, let me things I bought. let me look. Do it quietly. <laughs> okay. Oh God, like, the foley work. I pull out, <laughs> I pull out, I pull out uh, a bottle, a little flask, and I hand it over to Bertram. And what does it? What does it say? I look at it. Yeah, does what it, does it say, Awen? Does it just have a skull and crossbones on it? Yes, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you'll notice. I mean, you guys, with your note taking earlier, I I said there were a lot of them that were unmarked, but there was one that was marked. It was just a health potion. Mm-hmm. What did it say? Oh, I don't, I don't remember, remember this. Remind me, Kate. You know what? No. I'm pretty sure I'm the make only you one ro- was You know what? You, you guys roll for this. You roll wisdom for me. Oh, man. You Let's guys made mom mad. Damn it. <laughs> Way to go, Kimmy, <laughs> with your 10-minute diversion of not knowing anything. You were the ones. I was on the roof. This was your job. This was your job. You're lucky I'm good at perception. You oh, another, into a another fucking one. Gosh, damn. <laughs> uh, Kimmy, why don't you roll one? Oh, I have to do so. I wasn't even there. Am I just like, didn't you guys tell me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it didn't help anyway because I rolled a uh, six. In this world, hey, when your hands are, are sweaty and so... You, whatever was written on it, you 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 don't see much on there. You just see the letter, the capital uh, letter F, and then a long space, and then NCE. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you all. It's been a wild day. I don't know what this is. Oh, F Florence, Florence, Florence <laughs> in the machine. Um could be fancy poison fo- fancy poisons um or something resistance fire resistance fire resistance oh oh that, that. oh fire resistance here, smell, oh. smell it bertram oh. bertram fire oh. resistance. that could be that could be real good here why don't you did you smell. tell me to sp- are you trying to rub it in my face that i do not have a, a taste of smell or <laughs> i have no taste or smell <laughs> i have no sense of taste oh. or smell why are you rubbing smell. it in? I want to smell it. All right. Penny go, smells Penny. it. Mm, yeah. Smells like fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right, gentlemen. We've got this fire resistance. Do we take it? Do we give it to the dogs and send them in? How do we trap Absolutely these dogs? Absolutely not, not the dogs. This to a dog. The dogs will no. disappear and will reappear at your beck and call. That's right. We will not. They're just made of the whistle. Wow. This is, I didn't realize this is who I was traveling with. Heartless. Heartless men. Heartless men. <laughs> is there, um, how does potions work like this? I'm, I'm assuming, I, I assume it was one per, one per potion. Can all three of us share a thing? You have a total of four of these. Then yes, I, I say we all cheer. I, I, I'm sorry, in character. I, uh, we are, so I, I take one. If there's a multiple, we all take one. There are four. I, I suggest that we cheers them together. All right. And bottoms up. Clink. Yep. Clink. Throws it back. Yep, same. Okay. Yeah, as it goes down, you actually feel just this warmth as a blanket kind of just cover your whole body. And it's just a, a good feeling, just a little cozy, cozy blanket surrounding you. Uh, and, and it's almost as if like you intuitively know, like I am, I'm shielded. So with this, yeah, you do, you resist. So it's not immunity. You resist. So you'll take half damage from anything they do and they throw at you with fire. Mm. I say it's that if, if, right if, there. if nothing else, we can get the jump on them. I say we ready uh, our weapons, turn the corner and just fire. And yep. if nothing but else, we'll meat, have an advantage. Wait, can we check the bag and see if we have any assassin's blood or midnight tears in there? What is that Angela. for? Those are poisons. We can poison the meat. No, it looks like these are all empty flasks. Actually, roll a d20, Aaron. Oh, I love it. You grabbed so much stuff for saying there's no poison I told in you there. I cataloged stuff. <laughs> Paled or pale tincture or torpor or... Well, not the truth here. The fuck? <laughs> a 10. 10? Yeah, yeah. You, you find a, a, a potion of poison. So you just a simple poison. All right. Put it on that meat. Throw it out there. Let's weaken them and then we'll get them. All right. I... Uh, Salt that sucker. Bertram, 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 pull out the meat. Pull out the meat. No. You hold on to it. Very gingerly. Hold holding, your hands. holding the dog's no, back. Put it, I know, they're just put it like... In your palm. <gasps> uh, very gingerly. Put it in your big old palm. Shh, you gotta be quiet. You gotta be quiet. Put it in your big old palm, okay? And um, I pour the poison, and I start stabbing it a little bit. Oh, aerate um, it. Yeah, like a pokey cake. Yeah. Do it. Not that I would know what that is. <laughs> okay. All right, Bertram. All right. Use your long arms and throw it out there. Yeah, I, I just I don't even I just put my uh, my extend my arm kind of into the gap, not my whole body, and just kind of try and try and slide it like a hockey puck or something across the ground. The slab of meat, Adam. <laughs> slide the meat, Adam. Roll dexterity for me. I want to see where this lands. Why am I the one doing dexterity? That slides. Oh, Eleven. The one throwing the damn meat. Eleven. Oh, it could be worse. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. It it gets halfway just just past the barrels. So you, you get it far enough, and the plop of it attracts the attention of one of them. And so it trots over, and it sniffs at it. It sniffs, um, and it takes a tentative lick. But then it starts to growl, and its beaming eyes Fuck. go up. And uh, I jump out and throw a nice knife. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay. <laughs> he didn't trust us. He didn't you trust did. us. You know what, Aaron? Uh, roll, roll for an attack. I'm, yeah, you get a free round on this one. Damn. All right. 
feel like we should have discussed this. Yeah, A1. We all could have jumped out, you son of a bitch. That's a 21. I thought yeah, that was no, the that plan. Hits, that hits the hellhound. Uh, Wasn't roll, that the plan? Roll damage. The, pl- the plan was to get it to eat the meat, and one of, or two of them die, and then we win. Oh, I thought we threw the meat, and then we all jumped on them when they went to the meat. Oh, uh, I was hoping <laughs> it would die from the poison. You know what, though? This, this is real. Okay. Um, add a D4 to that. It's a four. Nice. That's a four. Well yes, done. That's ten. Ten total damage, right? Ten damages. I don't like it. Oh, and the ice knife. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ice knife does one d ten. Oh, okay. 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 Um, on a hit, the target takes one d ten. Hit or miss, the shard then explodes, and the target must succeed. And each creature within five feet must succeed on a deck save. Okay, so it would or just take two d six damage. Say again. It, it it would just be this one hellhound by itself. Okay. And still, a deck save. You say. Yes. Okay, that is 12. Okay, and my... Your spell save DC is? Spell save is... I have it here. This is 12. Okay, so... So Ty goes... Ty goes to the runner, so that was me. So it did save, so it's going to take half damage? Yeah. Okay. All right, 11, so that's 5 damage. Okay. Yeah, this thing's already bloody. You just... You you bloodied one of them already in this first round, which is really good. And now, team, I want you guys to roll initiative. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Modes of thought in Interran literature. Second year classics, Harvard University. Seven years ago, a Chinese military sub accidentally went down in the Pacific Ocean. Turns out, the sub fell smack in front of a gigantic three-sided pyramid in the ruins of what we now call Dark City. This Interran lit class. Seems like there's a lot of debate about it. Legally, I cannot stop you from teaching this class, but I strongly advise that what? you... You know what? If you want to tank your reputation, that's on you. You don't believe a word I say about Antara, right? You're right. I do not believe Antara exists. I need to know. Is it real? You came all the way to China to find out? Okay, everyone, get out right now. Now, Raquel, what the hell are you doing? I'm gonna cut my hand, and you're all gonna feel it. Ow! See? I told you. Modes of Thought in Interran Literature. An audio drama. Produced by Wolf of the Door Studios. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.